Three is your magic number. Well, we hope so anyway. Three massive games to preview. It's cricket, only better. Welcome to Cricket Only Better, episode 141. I'm Ed Hawkins. Welcome along to our little cricket punting pod with the express aim of helping you bet wisely. Because in the chaotic calendar of cricket, the clashes never stop and things can go awry, can't they, Sam Collins, if you don't take a step back, breathe and plug the Cobb team into your lug holes. Indeed. What a what a wonderful alliteration there, Edward Hawkins. You've got my confidence, though, that's for sure. Um, soothing sages here once again for a jam-packed cricket show tonight. Whispering sweet nothings, first of all. It's betting your bet first, Paul Krishnamurti. Hello, Paul. Hi, Sam. How are you? I'm very well. well yeah, I'm very well. Very well. Um, and you are do- you are joined, as always, by the dulcet tones of SportingLife.com's Richard Mann. Hello, Richard Mann. Hello, Sam. Hello. That, what's what's going on there, Richard? Man, that was not quite as cheery as I would usually expect. Uh, it's been a bad week for the old best bets. <laughs> oh no, Richard. Oh no. Save it. Let's see. Let's see what what else you might stumble upon tonight. Next week to the tonight's show is next week winners after all. Three whopping games to preview this week, guys. Team news, pitch reports, stats, trading angles, and of course the best bets. Um, name those games, Hawkins. Yeah, on Wednesday we've got Pakistan versus West Indies from Multan in an ODI. On Thursday, we've got India versus South Africa in a T20 from Delhi. And on Friday. We've got England versus New Zealand in the second test from Trent Bridge. Indeed, all those disciplines covered. Can we keep our discipline? That's the question. Let's find out. Straight into the action this week, folks. No messing about. Pakistan versus West Indies in the first ODI from Moulton starts on Wednesday. This one is a day night. It's live on Sky Sports. In the UK, Betfair Sportsbooks odds are one to three Pakistan, nine to four West Indies. Over to you, Hawkins. Yeah, got some teams and a pitch report. Pakistan expected to line up like this. Fakhar Zaman and Imam opening the batting. Baba, Rizwan, Azif Ali, Iftikhar, Kushtil, Shadab, Hassan Ali, Ralph and Afridi. We think they'll go with the two part-timers, Iftikhar and Kushtil. They could play Shinawaz, Dani instead if they went to bolster that. Pace attack. West Indies, Hope, Brooks, Mayers, Paran, King, Powell and Shepard returning to the side. They missed the 3-0 win over the Netherlands because of visa issues. They're available for this one, bolstering that middle order. Hossein, Walsh, Joseph and then Seals or Anderson Phillip taking the final pace bowler's spot. Pakistan beat Australia 2-1 in Lahore in March. They look a decent lineup to my eye. The Moulton pitch, this is really interesting. Pakistan have never hosted elite cricket this time of the year due to the summer heat in Moulton. Suspect if you win the toss, you bat. So you're getting bowling under lights when it's a little cooler. Only seven ODI played there, the last in 2008. Not much to go on. Never on the cricket, only better show. In 13 Pakistan domestic cup matches, eight first innings have made under 200. Three of those under 160. Ten have been won by the chaser. 11 to 8 with Sportsbook. 
both teams to score 275 is contrary. Okay, right. Great work, Edward. Um, we'll come to the pitch later, but first let's get your match odds views, please. Paul Krishnamurti, you're first. I can't see back past Pakistan. Um, as I've explained on many shows in the past, I think they've got a really strong limit oversized limit overside. I don't think there's really a weakness. I suspect that ODIs are actually their best format, slightly preferable to T20s where they are known to fall short of not being aggressive enough sometimes. Um, yes, the West Indies beat Netherlands last week, and I was a bit sceptical, but I wouldn't say it was a mismatch. Um, they could easily have won the last game. And I think, really, they're going to struggle against this side. I think, particularly on the batting front, I think any team will struggle against Shahina Freedy. But I think the, the Windies will really struggle against Pakistani spin. And what's more, I just find that attack struggling to contain the Pakistani batsmen. You know, Akil Hussain, Hayden Walsh aren't going to be as effective against Pakistan as they were against the Netherlands. So for me, one to three is banker material. Okay. Thank you very much, Richard Mann. Over to you. Yeah, excellent assessment from Paul. I, I agree with most of it. Just to put some more meat on the bones, I know Paki, uh, West Indies have just beat the Netherlands, but before that, they went to India. They were beaten 3-0 by India. And to my mind, Pakistan are a better white side, white ball outfit than what India are. I think we saw that at the T20 World Cup. As Paul said, this is probably Pakistan's best format. I'm really struggling to see the West Indies being competitive here. That series I've mentioned in India as well, worth bearing in mind. Shahal picked up a man of the match award. He picked up four for 49 in the first one. Was a man of the match award for Krishna as well with the pace. Kuldeep, you'd have bore well through that series. So I think spin, particularly this time of year in Pakistan, the pitches have got to be dry with that heat. I think spin will be the way to get the West Indies. Adil Rashid proved that, didn't he, in the 2020s, not so long ago. Pakistan all the way for me, and I think it'll be with spin that does the damage. Okay. Um, do we adopt a wait-and-see approach with the wicket, Paul Grishnamurti, because of the heat, or do we rely on the numbers? Well, regarding runs, I think it depends who which team's batting. Um, I would be wary of making too big an assumption about Pakistan because it doesn't look a particularly high-scoring track. But at the same time, I do think that Windies will struggle to contain them. But I think that West Indies are invariably set too high. I can see a situation where 250 or more starts at odds on, and that's a fantastic lay. And I can see 200 or more being very, very short odds on, like 1.2 or something. Again, that's a really solid lay. Um, and just one of side bet here I like is that despite them being 3-1 to one on for the match, Pakistan are 8-5 to five to score the most sixes. Now, granted, West Indies do generally score a remarkable number of sixes, but I think this could be very one-sided, and in which case 8-5 to five is massive. Okay. Um, Hawkins, what have you got for us on the tops here? Yeah, a couple of picks for you. Easy couple of picks. Uh, Hope at 3-1 to one for top West Indies. Run scorer is nailed on. He's got a great win rate. Probably the most reliable in the world, actually. Uh, followed by Imam Al-Hak at 23-10. to 10. He is the right favourite for this market. A couple of other prices just to be aware of. Babar is 16-5. to five. Uh, And here's a long shot for you. Akil Hussain, 100-1, to one, was promoted against the Netherlands. He's never a 100-1 to one shot. Okay. Um, Paul Krishna, Murti, any players to follow, please? 
Um, yeah, well, first of all, I didn't notice that 100 to 1 about Kiel saying that's insane. I'm sure he landed one of these um, against England. So absolutely there. Um, I think 13 to 2 about Rizwan is too big. Or one way or another, he's 15 to 2 for man in the match. So how he's 13 to 2 to be top run scorer, I, I don't know. That's, that's one of them's wrong. Uh, but for me, the pick is... Shane of 3D, 10 to 1, man of the match. He shouldn't be that against any side. Okay. Richard Mann? Uh, sticking with a man of the match, I'll go Shadab Khan, leg spinner, 10 to 1, man of the match. And if they play another spinner, which they could, Zahid Mahmoud did pretty well against Australia. He's 20s. I'm not sure he'll start, but keep an eye on it out for him for the rest of the series. Um, interesting, Akila Sain as well. I'm pretty sure he batted well against India as well. And if, if we're saying West Indies might struggle, he, 100 to 1 is definitely massive. Great spotted. Okay. Um, lovely stuff. Plenty more to come. We've got our top rated bets at the end of the show. England versus New Zealand still to come. But first up is India versus South Africa. India take on South Africa in the first of five T20 internationals in Delhi on Thursday. Betfrex Challenge. Betfair exchange, even prices are 1.5 India, 2.7 South Africa. Edward Hawkins has teams and a pitch report. Yeah, no Rohit or no Kohli for India. It's probably a good thing considering their IPL form. So we think they're going to line up like this. Rahul, Ishan, Shreyas, Hardik, Pant, Karthik, Aksar, Harshal, Avesh, Umran, and Chahal, they're lacking all rounders really in top order bats. It seems to be a bit of an unbalanced squad. So, uh, a couple of players short, I suspect. South Africa, De Kock, Markram, Vanderdussen, Bavuma, Miller, Stubbs, Janssen, Maharaj, Rabada, Nagidi, or Nokjay, and Shamsi. Problem for South Africa is that middle order of Vanderdussen and Bavuma striking at 117 and 114, respectively. Aaron Jaitley Stadium, this one comes from. 13 of the last 17, won by the Chaser. 160 or more busted in the first dig just five times. Paul Krishnamurti, um, a backer of South Africa at the odds, considering this is something of an experimental home lineup. Certainly not averse to it. Um, I was hoping for slightly bigger, but then it's maybe a bit just getting greedy. Um, that Indian lineup. It certainly looks so experimental, I'd say fairly ordinary, really, especially on what we've seen recently in IPL. Um, I'm more inclined to wait for the toss because, as we, as Ed Stats just explained, you know, there's a massive bias to the chase here. And just thinking back to the World Cup in, when there was such a huge toss bias, it actually doesn't affect the odds as much as you might think. I mean, let's say South Africa go into this at 2.9. If, if India bat first, South Africa is still going to be 2.6, 2.65. So I'd wait for that. In that, that situation, absolutely bet them. Okay. Richard Mann, a couple of shows ago, you and Edward Hawkins both talked up South Africa as potential world champions in Australia in a few years, but only if they let the hand break off. Does this squad do that? I hope so. I really hope so. They're going to have to change their approach, aren't they? But I, I agree with Paul. I think this is a shocking-looking Indian side. And I wouldn't be worried about a home advantage for India. I mean, South Africa proved in the UAE that they can play well in these conditions, only just missed out on a semi-final berth. India, of course, had crashed out by that stage. And the guys in this squad, De Kock, Markram, 
um, David Miller, Rabada, Nokia, they've had brilliant IPL campaigns. And the Indian side, I mean, there's not very many in there who, who you'd say come into this in terrific form off the back of the IPL. I, I, I think South Africa are a good price at 2.7. I'd agree with Stop Paul's strategy about waiting for the toss. But no, I think I think even if they don't let the handbrake off, I'd favour South Africa here. I think it's a great opportunity for them. Great stuff. Paul Krishnamati, Hawkins has been smooching the stats as always. What impact does that have in terms of what do we make of innings runs wages here? Well, you have got to wait a couple of overs and decide, I think, Deddy, what kind of pitch it is. If it's a nice deck, really, really big scores are available. Yeah, boundaries are short. Like 200 could definitely be a, a, um, a bet. But equally, you do also get low scores and a slow pitch. So I would just wait a couple of overs. Okay, thank you. Quick fire round now, please. Quick as you can. An in-play angle, a trade, a technical angle, anything you like. Richard Mann, you're first. Yeah, I like South Africa to score fastest uh, fastest first six overs. I think India's lineup, Kehil Rahul, we know he, he tends to go slowly and then accelerate. Ishan Shreyas at three. They all like to take the time and Decock goes bang straight away. Hopefully he opens with Mark Ram, who's been doing the same. So for once, I think South Africa will make a faster start. I think they'll win the matchup in the first six overs. Okay, Paul Krishnamurti, can you go quicker? Well, I just said um, wait a couple of overs, but I do think there could be an angle here in that India's runs are nearly always set too high. We've often seen 180 being odds on, and I've got a feeling that if they bat first, you're going to be able to sell uh, lay 170 at 1.5. So okay. okay. Thank you very much. Over to Edward Hawkins in his lair for value on the tops markets. Yeah, Quinton de Kock probably get 11 to 4 boost of his sports, but that's a bet on win rate. He also averages 31 at this ground. Uh, Miller is of interest because of IPL form, but we're going to need at least 13 to 2, and I don't think we're going to get that. Reshab Pant might be a price purely on ground form. He averages 40 at this venue. Ishan Kishan, we've been getting threes on Eshan, not so far uh, away for India when he's been opening and it's a win rate bet by a slither. And also we always mention the Gidi at probably about 100 to 30 for top South Africa bowler. Out and out wicket taker should be shorter. Okay, Richard Mann, who do you like here? Surely not Rassi. It's a watching brief for me in terms of the South African batting order. Last T20 in the World Cup, you remember they needed to beat England heavily to get to the semi-finals. Rassi was moved up the order to three, made a brilliant 94 from 60 balls. Adrian Markham, 52 from 25 balls, three and four. If that's your three and four, I'd probably go with Rassi, but I'm worried that Bavuma might go up there and Rassi will get shunted down. Wait and see. I wouldn't obviously want to be back in anyone sort of five downwards. So if Rassi's three, he'll be my man, but it, it's a watching brief for now. Okay, Paul Krishnamurti, players to follow, please. Nothing particularly strong on the top batsman markets, perhaps Dinesh Karthik, if he could get double figures as he was doing IPL. I think perhaps the bet here is one of the South Africa bowlers, man of the match, should get good prices about them. So perhaps Dutch, Kagiso Rabada and Amrik Nokia. Okay, thank you very much. Tick for India against South Africa. Thank you, guys. Now, next up is England versus New Zealand. The revolution continues. England won a test match. They very nearly lost a test match, but 
they did win a test match. Uh, can they do it again at Trent Bridge on Friday, from Friday? That is the big question. It's live on Sky Sports. Uh, Betfair Exchange has them favourites at 2.12. New Zealand are out at 3.05 and the draw is at 4.7. Before we get the match low down, a very quick pop quiz. Are the guys convinced by England after their win at Lords Hawkins, you first. No. Uh, and I said on the preview show a few weeks ago, I'd be inclined to be betting New Zealand now on your series outright. I think you can get seven to one with Betfair Sportsbook that they win it. England flattered to deceive. They still got uh, tremendous problems with their top order and New Zealand are tuning up nicely. Really, actually, New Zealand were much better than I thought they were going to be. Hawkins, I can't believe you're not convinced by the same players doing the same things that they normally do. Um, Richard Mann, what do you think? No, I mean, look, I was with New Zealand last week and it, it didn't quite work out for me, but I think they'll feel it was a match of missed opportunities, really. They should have set England 400 and won the game. But for England, look, it's great to see them winning again. Brendan McCullen's brought energy and positivity, but it's the same guys having to stand up. Root with a bat, Anderson and Broad with a ball. They're too reliant on too few. And until that changes, I just can't see them winning series against top top class sides like New Zealand. Energy and positivity, those famous substitute substitutes for talent talent and technique. Um, right, Paul Krishnamati, just as quick, please. Yeah, I've got to um endorse what the guys have said. Look, it's a good start for the new manager, new captain. The job's a long one, so you don't want to be too down, but the batting isn't good enough. The fact is Joe, Joe Root won in the test. He was the one player we didn't have any questions about. This, and you would expect New Zealand to improve now. Okay. Okay. Um, I can't get over the treatment of Oliver Pope, I have to say. But we're going to move on and say, what do the teams look like for game two? Please, Edward Hawkins and the pitch report, please. Yeah, England expected to line up like this. Lee's... Crawley Pope, top three, all with technical issues. They're going to be looking around that dressing room, desperate for some technician to help them out. Uh, and they're going to get uh, Brendan McCullum uh, grabbing the three lines on his chest with tears rolling down his face. That's no good. Root, Bairstow, Stokes, Folks, Broad, Potts, Anderson, Parkinson or Leach. We're waiting on Leach's concussion, could rule him out of the test. New Zealand, Latham, Young, Conway, Williamson. They're going to try and get Nichols back into this team if he gets over his calf injury. Mitchell as the all-rounder. Blundell, Jameson, Southie, Bolt and Patel. Wagner and Henry stand by. Patel may well be vulnerable here. They've also got Bracewell, the off-spinner. Colin de Grandhomme is out of the series. Your pitch at Trent Bridge. The average first inning score in the last 13 tests is 292. Eight of those matches won by the side batting first. India thumped England by nine wickets, bowling first in August. England prepare a bowler-friendly surface at their absolute peril with that top three. Okay, where is your money, Richard Mann? My money's with New Zealand. Look, the guys called it last week. New Zealand should get better from here on in, and and I, I was hoping that they'd be quick enough out of the traps. They weren't quite, but I think if they put everything together, they're just a stronger side. I think they're two good bowling attacks, and I think this series will be won, won by the batting. And as we've just seen there, Ed's gone through the teams. New Zealand are just a stronger batting lineup that they've got. Guys who can put their hands up, and at the moment, England, it's all about Root and Stokes. I just can't see England lasting the pace with that. Paul Krishnamati, the same question. Well, unless the weather forecast is spectacularly wrong, I can't see a draw. Trent Bridge is the result ground. New Zealand have to be value. 
as the outsiders with a game under their belt. My only caveat is that the toss is very important. And as always, there's going to be luck involved in who's bowling at the right time. But the odds certainly favour New Zealand. Okay. Thank you very much. Quick fire round now. Trade, in-play bet or something else. Paul Krishnamurti, you first. Back a result within four days. So lay the match to go to day five. Go unders on runs because bowlers should dominate this. Richard Mann. Hey, just second time around, I thought Anderson was exceptional at Lars in the first innings, but I think we pointed it out way back last year. We were ahead of the curve. James Anderson's second innings, his, his numbers aren't good for the last 18 months or so now. Second innings, top England bowler market. He'll be favourite again. I wouldn't want to be with him. Um, first time around, fine, but not in the second innings. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, runs bet Paul Krishnamurti on first innings with the bowlers to the fore. What's the play here? Well, once again, it's the reliable strategy. Go unders on England. Um, so at Lords, when they were one for one, New Zealand, sorry, this is New Zealand, and never mind England, I managed to lay 200 or more at 1.22, which is just a crazy price. 275 or more was 1.53 match. Now, free match. Now, look at the previous scores at Trent Bridge. 400 is a really good score, very rare. I would still reckon that Paul will be set above 300 and that is just way too high. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, over to Edward Hawkins for top bats and bowlers, please. Yeah, Zach Crawley won again at Lords. That's five wins in 22 for him. So fives is the value. We talk about 30 or 40 being enough in a T20, don't we sometimes? Well, 40 is enough uh, in this England test team. It says an awful lot about the strength of the batting that Crawley, who's technically all over the shop, has won five out of the last 22. Pope, he's won five out of 21. So six to one is... Value on win rate, technically probably not. Root and Williamson both boosted to 17 to 10 and 5 to 2. These prices are with Betfair Sports, but neither of those guys are value on your win rates. With the ball, last three games at Trent Bridge, Anderson has a strike rate of 46, Broad 97. Those two will probably be 9 to 4 the pair, I'd have thought. Uh, Anderson is nowhere near value on win rate. He wins 23% of the time, but as Richard said, only get with him in first innings. Finally, Southie and Jameson, both value at 11 to 4 and 3 to 1, respectively. Okay, guys, finish this off, please, with one other pick. Richard Mann first. Just one other pick. Okay. Uh, oh, you have been harsh on me. Uh, Jameson, man of the match. I think New Zealand will win. I thought it was absolutely brilliant at Lords, And he can bat, as Ed keeps mentioning. He's better than he showed there. And I'll have to mention Matt Henry. Probably won't play, but he was man of the match at Edge Baston last year when I didn't think he'd play. So I'll be putting him up again. 16's man of the match. If he comes in, I'm sure he'll bowl well in Nottingham. Okay. Paul Krishnamurti. I like 11-10 about Jimmy Anderson getting over 2.5 first innings wickets. That looks a rock-solid bet at Trent Bridge. And I can't just stick to one pick, I'm sorry, because we didn't back it, any of us, last week. But Ed was completely right about Carl Jameson being massively overpriced for top bat. He didn't win when he was 66s, but 40s is still value. And finally, one other thing, I think no century in the match at 4-1 to one is a pretty fair bet considering the strength of the bowling attacks. 
Yeah, Paul, I've got, I was just going to jump back in with that. So the last two tests at Trent Bridge, we have had a century, but just one, one in each test. Root made 109 against India and Smith made a double ton in 2019. But other than that, nowhere near really. And I just think two struggling batting lineups against two good seam attacks. I'm with Paul here. I think, I think Farsi's fair, very fair anyway. Okay. Thank you very much, guys. Now, it's time to find out which of these wisdoms we've discussed have made it into tonight's best bets. Right, it's that time of the show. It is time for some scores, for some doors and for Edward Hawkins. It's best bet time. Uh, Richard Mann is minus 17.55. Paul Krishnamurti is minus 24. Paul had plus four on last week. Remember, they got five points to spend can they start getting on the route to profit who's going to go first i think it's me actually so i will start with half a unit shaheen afridi man of the match pakistan v west indies in this in the same match in the same market i'm going to go half a unit shad shadab khan and fuckers a man in the man of the match market dutched and i have in england new zealand two units risk laying match to go to day five and in England, New Zealand, sticking with the man of the match market, I'm going to split stakes a unit each. Kyle Jamison, man of the match at tens, and Matt Henry, man of the match at sixteens. Okay, I will have a um, two unit double on um, Pakistan to sorry Pakistan to win against West Indies, and Jimmy Anderson to get over two point five wickets. And I'm going to finish off uh, same again, better look this time. Uh, two units New Zealand to win the second test. Okay, I will have a um, half a unit double on Pakistan to score most sixes at 8-5 and New Zealand to win. That's done it. Don't forget to check out betting.betfair. All these games previewed on site. We've got some free bet offers as well. Over 18s only, please. Terms and conditions apply. And please check gambleaware.org. We'll see you next time on Cricket Only Better for more best bets and more terrific betting advice. Cheers.